Welcome to the Blue Collar University podcast, where we talk about issues that matter to leaders, managers, and supervisors. I'm your host, Bart Gregg, and before we get started, it would be great if you would follow us. And in this episode, we're going to talk about why people interrupting you at work is not a good thing, as if you didn't already know that, and how to stop them. I was having a conversation with Brody, a client and friend of mine, and I asked him, Brody, what irritates you most at work? Brody's a project manager for pipeline construction and oil lease facilities, and he takes his job and his personal growth seriously. Brody said, nothing pisses me off more than being interrupted while I'm focused at work. I'm sitting at my desk, reading or writing a report or trying to understand software I'm not familiar with and quite possibly hate using, and somebody interrupts me, and the interruption feels like they threw a grenade at me. How do I deal with that, he asked. Brody's frustrated because when he's focused on a task, interruptions are as disorienting as a flashbang grenade. While we think of a flashbang as a mechanical device, it's actually a psychological device. The noise and light are meant to break our concentration and focus on the interruption, and this is how. It's called the OODA loop, O-O-D-A, and it's a term coined by Air Force Major John Boyd that businesses television ads, your children, and SWAT teams use to disrupt a person's attention. OODA stands for Observe, Orient, Decide, and Act. In the case of a SWAT team, the flashbang starts the OODA loop. The person can't ignore the grenade, and they have to observe something other than what they are currently focused on. They have to break their train of thought. This is what happens when someone interrupts your work. You have to pay attention to them. You have to observe the interruption, which breaks your train of thought. Then you have to orient yourself to the interruption. Then you have to orient yourself to their interruption. You turn away from your work and toward their interruption. Your brain is literally switching tasks. Now you have to decide what to do. Do you deal with the issue the interruption brings, or do you ignore it? Either way, you have to make a decision which causes you to lose even more focus on the task that you are working on. Once you've made that decision, you have to act on it. You have to either completely stop working on your spreadsheet or the task at hand, or completely ignore the interrupter, and then this happens. Research shows that you can lose up to half an hour getting back to your original task every time. And if you get interrupted five times a day, you lose more than two hours of focused work. If you think you can handle both the interruption and your work, then you need to know that research also shows you might be losing as much as 40% of your productivity when you multitask. In either case, when you've dealt with the interruption, guess what? You have to make yourself do it all over again. You have to look around, observe your workplace, reorient to your task, decide what you're going to do next, and then act on it. That's why it takes so much time. People get frustrated and angry at unnecessary interruptions, not just because they waste time, but also because the brain requires more energy to refocus. What people don't realize is that the brain's using the same energy sources your body's using for other operations like, say, breathing. So a day full of interruptions leaves you feeling tired and sapped of energy. The deeper you're focused on your task, the worse the effect. And if you believe it's important to finish the task, that adds stress and causes you to lose even more focus, which causes you to take more time to reorient. So, how do we fix this? The answer to Brody's dilemma is simple in concept and easy to implement if he, or you, have the guts to do it. 
The main thing you have to do is to tell people that you don't want to be interrupted unless it's an emergency. Yes, you have to tell them. You don't like your boss changing the rules without telling you, and your employees don't want to know that you have changed the rules without telling them. So tell them, because if you don't tell them, and they keep interrupting you, and you let them keep interrupting, guess what? You're training them that it's okay to interrupt you. They're going to do it because you said so. You're training them it's okay to throw a flashbang at you. You have now created your own nightmare. So, how do you tell people it would be really bad for them to interrupt you? Here are the five steps that I use and I recommend. First, have the conversation. Tell everybody, your peers, your boss, your co-workers, employees, contractors, tell everybody that you have times when you need to focus on your job and tell them that your job is there to make them successful so you need time to get your work done. Secondly, close the door to your office or put on a set of headphones if you're in a cubby. Even if you have an open door policy, you have to do this. An open door policy means that people can come talk to you about what's going on at work and it's good information to have and you need that information. But a closed door doesn't mean that you don't want to hear it. It just means you don't want to hear it right then. Third, use a sign or some other method to let people know how critical it is that they not interrupt you. I know one person that has a printout of a stoplight and they change the colors to let people know how critical their time is. A piece of red, yellow, or green paper on your door or on the back of your chair, someplace prominent, can send that message. Fourth, interruptions from texts, phone calls, and other apps like Twitter and Facebook cost you the same amount of time as someone walking in your door and spilling coffee on your desk. Use the settings on your phone to manage phone calls and notifications. On Androids, there's a setting that blocks all calls except those from your favorites. For people that aren't in your favorites, there's another setting that allows the phone to ring if they call back within 15 minutes, which usually indicates some urgency. You can use an app that blocks notifications from other apps like text messages, emails, and Facebook. And fifth, this one will take some discipline to get used to. Don't open new emails unless they are pertinent to the task at hand. Just don't go down that rabbit hole. You'll never find your way back, ever. Here's a bonus tip. A friend says she has a boss that won't take a meeting unless they have an appointment with him. The boss has a link to his calendar and his email, so it's easy to get an appointment. Is this a sign of a closed-door policy? Not at all. It's an efficient way to run an open-door policy. One final note. People will know when you use the stop sign to hide. Believe me, they'll know it, so don't abuse it. Focus. Get your work done. I know, I know, I sound like your mother. It's okay. Brody took these steps to minimize interruptions and got more work done and was less stressed at work. The results showed up both at work and at home. If you have other methods that you've used successfully, I'd love to hear about them in the comments. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Blue Collar University podcast. If you have an idea for a topic or if you know of a person that might be a great guest, then please email me at podcasts at bluecollaru.com. Until next episode...